Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So it's kind of nice to get the, just a summary from Engadget or something. Right. Like, this is what they announced. And there really wasn't much to announce anyway. I probably would have watched it if it was something super dope. If it was something out of this world, I would have been. I would have watched it. But. Well, the last one that had the Apple TV and, and the iPads and all that stuff, we watched. But I, I watched that one, too, because it was the first. Um, I heard they were going to do it, like, socially distanced or whatever. And I was curious how they were going to pull it off. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah. Um, it kept me engaged, <laughs> you know. But um, I can't wait to get into that because a few things were announced in that that weren't the phones, but nobody cares. Oh, right. Everyone's just talking about the phones, which aren't even that interesting. So. Yeah, I found like, you know, with the phones, I was like, okay. But there were a couple little things that they had about the phones that I thought were interesting that didn't get quite as much coverage. Right. You know? It was more like the design. It's like, I mean, it's the it's iPhone the 5. 4. Like, I get it. <laughs> I know. It's the iPhone 4. What are we doing here? <laughs> right. Like, and I'm happy they brought it back because I always dug that design. I like that design, too. It just was kind of yeah. like, okay. I never liked the smoothed out design. But <laughs> like any design more than the fucking curved screen Samsung, knocking off. <laughs> Hate that shit. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at uh, geek and pop culture and removes all the clickbait clutter. We're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Walter Cronkite. <laughs> I'm Adam Riley. <laughs> oh man, so um, it's it's like two weeks till Halloween, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you decided what you guys are going to do? Just nothing. No, we'll, we're we're going to um like throw a little party at the house, candy, um sweets, and then uh probably watch some we'll we'll watch um like family-friendly Halloween movies with <laughs> Harley and then later everyone will split up in their rooms and watch like terrifying movies. Um my kids don't trick or treat every year anyway. Hmm. Sometimes they want to, sometimes they don't. 
You know, they they just want candy. Yeah, they know I'll buy them some. They're like, oh, okay. Well, I don't well do that means anything. we'll get the we'll get the good shit now. I'll probably still get them costumes, um, so they could be take pictures and be cool and shit. But I mean, it's there's just no point in trick or treating. I but a lot of people aren't even going to be doing anything anyway, and. And honestly, it just sounds like a petri dish waiting to happen. Like, let's go to everyone's house. They hand us candy, right? You know, it's just stupid. So, and I and honestly, I I never want to take them trick or treating. So if I can get out of it, <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, the uh, we're, we'll do something. I'm not just gonna be like fuck Halloween, but <laughs> fuck it all. <laughs> Once you become an adult, Halloween's kind of a useless holiday. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, I always used to like giving out candy, but the problem was is over the last few years, it's like on my street, it's like gone down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, which was fine because then it means we get to eat the rest of the candy that, you know, none, <laughs> of, the, none of the kids wanted. Um, so we always made sure to buy the ones we wanted, you know, the ones like, well, this is the stuff we want to keep. So, um, right. but, you know, we didn't give out candy last year. And so obviously we're not doing it this year. Um, I didn't even put up my Halloween decorations that I normally do. Usually I put some purple and orange lights up in the bucket, the the jack-o'-lantern. We have a blacked out mm-hmm. jack-o'-lantern. And uh usually put those up, but I didn't even put those up this year. Um but uh but starting I think tomorrow, Monday, we're going to start. We have a bunch of like old scary movies that we um that we have and we're going to watch like some like my brother has like like the old school like 1930s like uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, The Mummy. We're going to watch some of those. I have The Exorcist, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp. Yeah. And um, I got uh, The Thing, the nineteen eight, the John Carpenter one, which I've never seen. And um, so, That's a good movie. I've seen that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to watch that. And so we have a couple of uh, movies like that all set up for like next week. I have Poltergeist and, you know, I don't, and uh, the the first two Halloween movies. And the reboot, which I thought, oh, that would work. I know a lot of people are upset because, you know, they want to go to Halloween parties or take their kids trick or treat. But I've always been, I know it's kind of corny, but I've always been like, a, as long as the family's together, you know, everything else is kind of a bonus. Well, so for me, I was like, you know, I hear parents that are like, my kids love Halloween. It's like, no, your kids don't love Halloween. You love Halloween. Yeah, they so, love candy. Yeah, it's like they love candy. If you're going to sit there and go, well, we can get you costumes. If you told them, we'll get you costumes, we'll have home, and I'll get you candy that you want, they'll be happy. It's like, but the thing is, is you love Halloween, and you need to be an adult and actually understand right. why you can't go out and do it and just fucking grin it. Well, that's what I, t- I told my kids. I said, listen, you know, it's, it's I, I told, I and I never, I th- with my kids, I never talk down to them i don't assume they're stupid which i know a lot of parents do um i go look i know you guys know that it's irresponsible for to be going trick fucking dream like come on you know and they agreed and then like, i still want to do something fun decorate the house you know get some costumes watch some movies um all that jazz i was thinking about pumpkin carving but then it's like i don't <laughs> i don't want to put them outside yeah is arizona still a little warm during the day, so they're just gonna get gross. Yeah, it's gonna get nasty. You know? And I'm just like, eh. But um, <laughs> you know, I'll think of something. You know, maybe we'll carve one and keep it in the house or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just make it fun. Make it make 
the biggest thing with kids, they want to feel like things have substance. Things are important, you know, and you don't, and you want to kind of treat, it's hard. Like I'm, I'm big on tradition, but my wife is not, my wife ruins traditions. Like it's her job. (laughs) Um, every Christmas when I was a kid, dinner was the exact same thing. Every Thanksgiving, the same exact thing. And that was fine. As soon as I met my wife every year, it's different. And, and low-key bothers the fuck out of me. She'll change like, we'll have a normal Christmas tree one year. Then the next year we have a live one. Then the next year we have a fucking Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Then the next year she wants to bake one on the wall. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Every Christmas, like every Christmas, there's one moment where I kind of go, is this marriage going to work out? Because it's always fucking with it it's like it annoys me it's like i was talking to my friend peter who i haven't talked to in a while yesterday and i was he was like i was uh i was actually watching back to the future and oh speaking of which i noticed something in back to the future and i don't know why it hit me particularly hit me particularly hard yesterday okay so you know the scene when marty tells george how to ask out um lorraine so the clothing line um where he goes, no, 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 the those the, the scene after he gets visited by Darth Vader, um, where he goes into the uh, the the little restaurant, and, yeah. and George actually goes and says, you're my density. I mean, you're my destiny. Have you noticed that it's smoke-filled? But no one's smoking. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I noticed it yesterday. I was like, why is the place smoke-filled? Maybe because the people who were there before were smoking. <laughs> yeah, like everybody that clear was... <laughs> it out for the scene. <laughs> but it was like I noticed it yesterday because it's on Netflix. So if you guys want to check it out, it, it, and I was just like, I've noticed that yesterday. I was like, why is the? And John goes, Oh yeah, it is, huh? I was You're like, my Yeah, it's density. <laughs> my dense destiny. And she's like, Don't <laughs> I know you? <laughs> but like I noticed that, and I was like, going, But nobody's smoking in there. I'm like, That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> they did it for dramatic effect. I was thinking, what was the lighting off? So like, let's just add smoke. Let's add yeah, smoke. Just smoke. The lighting's a little off. One of the bulbs burnt out, so <laughs> we'll just go ahead and uh, fill it with smoke, and that'll add, add an effect to it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we're probably just gonna probably <laughs> go to uh, like Smart and Final and buy that ba- box of candy, you know, like the the, yeah. the real bars, and just like chill out. Maybe put a. Uh, we had a, oh yeah, we have like uh, bat ears that we put on the dogs just to take a picture for like Halloween. I'm like, okay, there you go. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't dress the dog up. Um, we're normal. So we don't put clothes <laughs> on our dogs. Uh, <laughs> but it was so funny. I was at the store the other day and um, I... <laughs> I don't like that people bring their animals into stores. Mm. Not talking about service animals. Although the term service animal is <laughs> starting to get a little stretched. Um, but there was this lady in Village Inn today. A restaurant. And she had a fucking Pomeranian <laughs> with her. And you know those things. They make noise. They yeah. just... It's their way. Right. And I hear her. I haven't said she's on the other side of the place, but I hear her loudly say, this is my service dog. I'm like, what the fuck can a Pomeranian do? And it's always anxiety. 
It's like, why don't you take a deep breath and calm the fuck down? All well, right? It's like the people the that the people that weren't allowed on a plane because they had a peacock because they said it was a service animal. Right. <laughs> like I have a friend of mine who's a chick and she goes, yeah, I'm thinking about getting um, a service dog for my anxiety. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, sometimes I get really anxious when I'm in, in stores. And I go, you know what you should do? She's like, well, I don't find a way to get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, or, go get professional help. Like, if you actually are getting that anxious, you can't even go to a grocery store, then you're not a functioning human being. Or <laughs> you don't need a dog. Or order online. I mean, that also exasperates the issue. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like if you can't, if you seriously are, you know, debilitated by going into a store, yeah, right. you're going to need help. But in the meantime, order online. The thing is, is like, I have a dog. But I am not a pet person. I like my dog because I was forced to like my dog. So I kind of was like, all right, well, whatever. But I don't. And I've told this to Steve. And I know he's on the other side of the fence with this because he has a, a, a fucking Dr. Doolittle over there. The <laughs> bunch of animals. Um, I don't cats, see a, two dogs. That's <laughs> it's two dogs, and like two cats. But I don't see a purpose for pets. They're just another mouth for me to feed and they don't do anything. They just, they, my kids, I can at least get to do the dishes. <laughs> I can't get a dog to do anything. It just lays around, you know, and I pet it occasionally, I guess. I don't know. But, um, so when I'm out, I would never bring my dog with me to the store. It's it, not the place for it. No. Now I saw this a lot in LA when I moved to LA, everybody had a fucking chihuahua yeah. in the store as a fashion accessory. <laughs> <laughs> and then it started happening here because so many people in Arizona want to be Californian so bad. It's, it's fucking sickening. Um, so then they become caricatures of a Californian, like what you think they are. <laughs> right. And it's weird. <laughs> um, so, Please keep they, your they, pets they, at they're home. The, they're, the cari- they're the characters, caricatures that even people from California look at and go, "What an asshole!" <laughs> right. <laughs> Please keep your pets at home. Yeah. If you ca- if you need a dog for because you're you have so much anxiety that you can't function, just stay home. Like I know it's really mean, but dogs give people anxiety. That's kind of the thing that bothers me sometimes. Like there was this lady at work when I worked at Chase. Um, she brought a dog with her every day to work. She said it was her service dog, but the lady was a hippie. Hmm. Like you don't need a service. You're just fucking weird. And she also had, she had to be told to scale down the plants at her desk because she had so many plants. There was like 30 plants, bro. She was <laughs> in a jungle at her cubicle and I sat next to her. And it was bothering me because, you know, I get little allergies and stuff when there's a, when I'm around a lot of nature, you know. So, you know, I just get the sniffles. When I'm outside out and about, it's a clear area, so it's whatever. But when I'm – it's in this fucking densely packed space. I didn't say none. It's whatever. But there was also a woman at my job that was attacked by a dog when she was a child. And, I, and she had scars. Like she was oh, yeah. very, very viciously attacked. So that dog terrified the fuck out of her. So I'm like, this is an interesting puzzle. Who's right? Like, do you deserve to have your service animal or does she deserve to feel safe? Right. I said, personally, I think you're both crazy. But (laughs) who's right? And both of them, they would argue sometimes. 
well, I have my dog with Cersei. And it's like, yes, but your dog terrifies me. And she's like, well, you need to get over it. It's like, but you're, you need to get over needing a service. Yeah. Exactly. It was really funny because, and it was, it was a definition of what happens when you live in a society that no one can be offended. Everyone's offended <laughs> because you're fucking everyone's life up. Right. It's very interesting. But I hated that dog. It's fucking lazy and I always just trip over it. <laughs> I stepped on its tail once by accident. And I'm, oh, my fault. And she goes, can you watch where you're going? I'm like, the dog's in the hallway. Move the dog. And I, and I even told my, right then, I said it loud too. I go, hey, boss, um, why do I have to deal with her animal at work? Is this like a West Coast thing that I don't know about in offices? <laughs> Just to be a dick, you know. Uh, and they almost wrote me up. Damn. So I told you you should take your dog home because it was barking. <laughs> in the office and I'm like this ain't no service animal if it's barking in the office lady right you take it home I'm trying to work I'm on the phone <laughs> and she went and ratted me out and they said Adam you need to respect I'm like no I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm working you want me to work or you want me to pet the dog what do you want me to do <laughs> fuck out of my face uh, so I got an email I on Friday beeping. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right up some old memories. I'm right. <laughs> I got an email from Sony on Friday telling me how to live, basically. Um, <laughs> seriously, telling me that no, I can't anymore for the life of me purchase PlayStation 3, Vita, or PSP games on my PlayStation 4 or on the PlayStation Store, actually, in general. That it's no longer happening. We're focusing on the PS5, so fuck off. Fuck so all y'all. Too. It's like, we're backwards compatible if you already have it. Right. <laughs> we're not going to sell it anymore. It's really weird because they're leaving money on the table. Oh, yeah. It's just weird. Sony's a weird company. But th- this was one of the things that I, I thought about, and I wrote a p- I wrote the the story on the, on the site, you know, basically stating, you know, everything. And then afterwards, I was saying that this is a problem. And the, the, the problem with this is similar to that new listening. You know, the, the I don't know, did you hear about the that they um the monitoring of uh, voice chat on the PlayStation? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so apparently a PS four after they updated to their um the the latest OS, PS four people got notified that um chat monitoring had changed from four, five minutes to like 40 seconds. And everybody was kind of like, wait, what? What's this? So apparently they have voice monitoring. Uh, they have, it's, it's supposed to be a voice monitoring that if somebody is abusive to you on chat, you can record like up to 40 seconds and then submit it to get them, to get them permabanned or whatever. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is that they said that it's, going to be kind of an always on feature where we're not actually going to listen to it, you know, or, or pop in, but it, it's just letting you know it's there. And I thought in conjunction with, with the, the, the purchasing of the last gen stuff, I was like, it seems to be a little like Microsoft Xbox one kind of issues that we're having with the PS five because with the the last gen so it, for those of you that aren't that don't know what this is about um on the PlayStation store before this update your 
you can buy games on whatever whatever console they sync up on your cloud and then you can go ahead and then when you play it on that console you can go on there basically it it allowed people for a impulse buy right and which is which was cool because if you go like oh shit they have you know uh 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 shit i have like games for ps3 games just totally slipped my mind right now so i'm like what the fuck happened uh so you can have like a bunch of games on sale and like, oh, the PS3 version, cool. Oh, my Vita, oh, cool. I, they finally have that on sale. And you can purchase them all on one console. And then when you get to those consoles, you can do it. Now they said, oh, you can still buy those things. You just have to get on those devices to buy those things. So you can buy a PlayStation 3 game if you, you know, boot up your PS3 or your Vita or your PSP if you're on those consoles. The problem with that is if you're on your PS4 or 5 and you see, oh, they have that. Oh, I should get that. Are you going to just like turn off your PS4, go on to your PS3 or Vita and buy it? No, you're not. And that's a lot of money that you're going to leave on the table because people, it reminds me of the comiXology when comiXology tried to get past the whole um, iOS and, and, um, and Google Play surcharge. You know, mm-hmm. if you like, you wanted to buy a comic book and you bought it on your device, oh, they have to pay. And now Amazon owns Comixology. But the thing is, is that then they changed it to like, oh, yeah, if you want to buy those comics, you have to go online, purchase them online. Then you can download them onto your device. And then that meant people going, oh, well, that is going to suck because if I'm reading and I'm on my iPad, people are fucking lazy. I'd admit I'll do that, too. If I see them, oh, well, I don't really want to get out of bed and go and, you know, boot up my computer so I can go and buy them and then read them. It's like, it's like, why can't I just buy them on here? So that's what I feel this issue is. It's very much, you're just basically saying, yeah, you want to play, but but remember, the, the PS5 is backwards compatible, but you can't buy any of those games, <laughs> you know, on, on this, which is not something you can do, which is, you know, the opposite of what you can do on the Xbox, in the Xbox store. But then you have the, the listening in part where now people are like, well, wait, that means that, you guys can listen in any, at any time, which reminds me of, remember the Xbox One when it came out, the Connect, the always-on feature? Mm-hmm. That Sony made fun of? Yeah, that Sony made fun of, and everybody was like, oh, you can go ahead and listen, and, and it's like, oh, but if you use chat, they can they have the potential to listen. The biggest problem is, is, is people complain, parents complain constantly that their kids are playing these games and that um, people they're hopping in like Fortnite or whatever with random people and these random people are saying fucking talking about Hitler and n-word this and n-word that it's like the solution to that's been around for more than a decade it's called parental controls don't be a lazy fucking parent if you it's really a problem for you if you if you've raised a child that is so intellectually stunted that if they hear a racial slur they're either going to cry or start repeating it everywhere if they're that fucking retarded then turn parental controls on yeah it's not sony or xboxes or nintendo's job to perfect protect your fu- fucking children from a couple of naughty words it reminds it's fucking, me it's ridiculous it reminds bro. me of endgame when yeah. uh when the one with thor thor he's back again <laughs> you know and thor had to get on <laughs> on the game to get that noob you know New master, uh, whatever. My son William, he 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 doesn't play Fortnite anymore. He's got boring. But he was playing, and he would play at first with random people, and he would tell me, he'd be like, "Yeah, they say some of the worst things I've ever heard." And I go, "What do you think about it?" 
And he goes, it's just bad. And I go, well, why don't you try playing with just your friends? And then he started doing that and then realized some of his friends are fucking just bad. <laughs> so then he stopped playing with them too. Like he, I let him come to that conclusion, which tells me that some of these parents got shitty kids. <laughs> So it's just fix your fucking well, kid. It's not even that. It's that these kids have shitty parents because yeah. the kids say the things that the parents do, you know, for the most part. It's not even that. I curse like a fucking sailor in my house. No one curses. Yeah, because presence. they don't want to be an asshole. Right. Yeah. You know, but. I don't care what they do at school. Don't <laughs> curse in front of me. Yeah. At school, they talk like you. Exactly. Like you. <laughs> they actually don't. I was talking to teachers like your children are very well mannered and they're very well spoken. I'm like, thank you. That's yeah. It's fucking great. But the thing is, is that, you know, most kids, you know, and, and it's like, remember, behavior is is accrued by what you see mostly by example. Right. And so, you know, you have kids that use the N word and stuff like that. And it's most likely because their parents do the same thing. You know, and it's and at that point, that's why parents get so pissed off because they're like, "Don't tell me how to raise my kid." Yeah, because you're doing a shit poor job of it. Like I told somebody one time, because they were they were judging me, they were a new parent, you know, and and um, they were racist as fuck. Like they they it was someone at my job hated black people, and I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I I told my I said I told my son, "Hey, quit being a dumbass and get the fuck over there and get the trash." Because I kept telling and kept getting sucked into the TV. She tried all of a sudden she's had a kid for like three minutes and <laughs> tries to tell me um, you shouldn't curse in front of your kids. That's the example you're giving them. Like you're a racist lady. <laughs> like I have a moral compass just because I say the F word every once in a while is not going to damage my children. Like, calm the fuck down, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sony. Um, it just bugs me. It, it bugs me because the solutions are there. They right. they both have, and I'm not talking about Nintendo because we all know Nintendo's stand. They will protect your children. Um, Microsoft and Sony have robust um, parental controls. I'm actually very, very impressed with Xbox, uh, Microsoft's. Um, Nintendo does you know, try to protect everyone and stuff like that. They even have some parental controls too. Like just as a parent, if it's that fucking important to you, buy them a switch and get the fuck over it. Right. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's this, I, I want the world to parent my children bullshit and I don't know, fuck off. <laughs> but I don't, I do agree with the, the whole purchasing games thing. I don't understand why, um, to me i don't care i'll go i'll go i'll get up out of bed <laughs> i'm the type of person that will get up and go get it off the computer i don't really fucking care but um i don't understand why they're doing it just seems like they're they're taking money out of their own fucking pockets yeah it's just stupid to me well you know when you when you do based in sales and that's the thing is like if you're yeah. if you're really based in sales and you want to do this and this just you just retail 101 it's like why are you diminishing the the potential buying power and if you know? they can sell it in one area it's not hard to sell it in another area exactly so it's like i don't know microsoft don't give a fuck you can <laughs> buy that shit on the app you could buy it on you can buy the shit off your 360 yeah. i think i think i could plug in my original xbox and might buy a couple games no i'm just kidding it don't work <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah you can't because after the update you can't buy anything on the web on your the uh, um the app or on the PlayStation Four or Five, so it's like 
Wow, just simply say we don't long we no longer want to offer games for the PS3, the Vita, it, or the PSP. It honestly makes sense because Sony begrudgingly has backwards. They have it so they can put it on a piece of paper. They right. don't want to have it. Yeah. Which is sad because Sony has some really amazing games. I mean, they ha- they still have the most the highest sold console of all time. You know, only they beat it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like it's sad to me that they they just want to throw things away. I feel like Microsoft is much they respect their their own properties a little bit more. I think I, I think that they they understand that you know old games are old games. Yeah, not they're not going to sell like the the latest Halo. Right. But look at the Halo Master Chief collection. Sure, it's a bit of a money grab, but at least they're going. Look, we know that people love this fucking series, so we're going to remaster it. We're going to put it out. And everybody bought it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just silly to me. Sony is a silly company <laughs> that does silly things. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's always been that case. Right. All right. So, as we do every week, before we get into our main uh, story this week, we will, it's time to jump into the news. So, as Netflix nears 200 million subscribers globally, it's shaking things up at least when it comes to marketing. It's in the US, it's offered a free trial period forever. But as TV Answer Man points out that that's no longer available. And you heard it right. Netflix free trial is no more. A Netflix help page encourages potential users to simply sign up. It doesn't remind them that they can it, but it does remind them that they can cancel at any time. But curiously doesn't point out the free portal Netflix recently added. It it contains a selection of shows and movies anyone can watch without paying. As for the competition, Disney Plus ended its free trial subscription in June. And in a statement, a Netflix spokesperson said, We're looking at different marketing positions in the U.S. to inter- to attract new members and give them a great sort, a great Netflix experience. Variety notes that in some areas it phased out free trials a couple of years ago, while in other countries like South Korea, it remains a limited time free offer. I feel free trials are only needed when when the service or the company behind it ha- doesn't have a reputation. Yeah, I, I or it's brand new. Yeah, and the thing is is Netflix has been around and everybody's experienced Netflix. Everyone knows. Everyone has Netflix. Yeah. You know, and they Disney Disney Plus, I feel like everybody knows Disney, they know what they have to offer and you know if you want Disney Plus or not. You don't need a free trial. Right. You know, but, I mean, but the thing is is that I, you know, I would think about it and I to me it just reminded me of the old uh, Columbia, Columbia House um, <laughs> scam where, uh, and this is reaching back. Ask your parents, kids, and um, is is where you used to. I Patrick was notorious at this. He would use fake name. He he was the guy mm-hmm. that if I ever wanted names, hey Patrick, I need somebody with this kind of name. What do you think? He would come up with a fake name, and he'd get a bunch of DVDs or VC VHSs or CDs or whatever at the time where you get, if you were a new customer, you get like 12 for like a penny or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that, and then he would never pay the bill. I signed up for that when I was 14 and the name I put, I put Bilbo Baggins <laughs> real talk. And they, and that was back when you could throw cash in a fucking envelope. Oh yeah. And they sent them to me and then they sent me a bill and my my mom called and said, 
there's no Bilbo Baggins here, obviously. <laughs> and they're like, well, who filled this up? I didn't. <laughs> so they just had to cancel it. And I got like 12 free DVDs <laughs> or the tapes back then, I think. I can't remember. But um, yeah, there was such a... It's such a moronic thing. It was kind of fun though. You could do the music one too. Yeah, I did the. Uh, I did. I think I got. What was it like? Six free VHSs, like twice. I think I did it before they caught on, and then I got like three of the the music packages. So I had like three, you know, like twelve, twenty four, thirty six CDs. Yeah. You know, in a year. If you ever go to someone's house and they just have stacks of fucking um cds it they had that back in the day the old cds that's how they got them oh yeah because it was so easy to get 12 cds for a penny and then you just send it out again 12 cds for a penny (laughs) (laughs) like it was just fucking stupid it was ridiculous but yeah the uh i didn't know they have a free portal now that's kind of yeah that doesn't really matter but i mean to me now if you if you signed up for netflix for free you were just basically oh this new this new uh series came out so you binged it and then you know canceled after that at this point they might as well take netflix out of my check like my health insurance like i've had it for (laughs) so long yeah it's just like who fucking cares yeah no like anytime you get your check it's like one of those deductions you have health care vision you know health vision uh netflix (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 401k <laughs> so it's more important than ever to know where to vote given the pandemic and a highly passionate 2020 election that's a word for it <laughs> and google believes it can help the internet giant is rolling out tools in search in searching google maps that help to find um u.s voting and ballot drop box locations Look for the term. Look for terms like early voting locations or ballot drop box boxes near me, and you'll get both places to cast your vote, as well as requirement reminders such as a complete and sealed ballot um, for drop offs and details like voting hours. Google Assistant will soon speed this up by letting you ask where do I vote to get nearby voting locations. The finder should cover over two hundred thousand voting locations across the U.S. Google said the option is the result of a team up with the voting information project itself an alliance between state election officials and the nonpartisan democracy works group um ideally this helps you vote on time and on comfortable terms so i mean this is kind of lame news but the only reason i really threw it in here is we're getting real close to the election vote i don't give a fuck who you vote for just just vote don't be lazy yeah as i uh, if you listen to my other show, the the fine line, um, I covered the cost of voting as um, one of the most re- more recent episodes, and I discussed that in midterm election, forty six percent of the electorate these are of actual like el- eligible voters voted, yeah. and we're a country that talks about oh we you know the right to vote is an American right, but less than half. Actually, vote the the most ex, the most um, that turned out to vote was I think sixty percent, and that was in nineteen sixty five. Must have been a hot button uh, election. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was that was the highest that it has ever gotten. So, yeah, that the it it really it really is something that we we really need you to do, and there's really no reason not to. 
It's just yeah. people just don't want to take time to do it. Um, I, I mean, you guys both know what our political opinions are because we don't give a fuck. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I don't care who you vote for. Just go do do your part. It's the one thing as a, as a citizen you should be doing. I right. fucking can't stand those people. It doesn't matter. It's like, are you really retarded? Like, yeah. fucking stop. It it does matter. It, it's, you know, people always say like, you know, it's like, oh, we have to change the system by protesting. Yeah, you can protest, but you also need to back that up with voting because yeah. that's how shit actually gets changed. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the truth now to all these people out here, these keyboard warriors who are doing their, <laughs> doing the Lord's work on Twitter and fucking Facebook. <laughs> Um, all that struggling and all that arguing and all that fucking reposting that you've done. If you and I vote, we've both um, contributed to democracy the exact amount of fucking effort. Yeah. Because that's really the, the only thing you can do. Well, Crying to people online ain't going to do it. You need to go out and vote. My my big thing is if you didn't vote, can't bitch. But they still will. Yeah, the they still will. All right. I think we're gonna have a pretty record turnout this year, though. Well, I yeah, I've been seeing that. Like, I've been seeing. I've been watching like uh, national news, and they've been saying like a lot of, especially like in states that are supposed to be close. Like, record turnout is happening. Even in L.A., I think they had like, by um, I think twelve percent of the actual of registered voters have already voted. Yeah, and yeah. they had people standing in line for like twelve hours in some of them shitty states. Yeah. That ha- that don't have their shit together, like fuck you. I'm here. What's up? <laughs> you know, I I yeah. thought that was some G shit. Yeah. You know, because most most years people be like, fuck this line though, bro. I'm out. You know, but this year it's a little more important to people. And the cool thing is, is that there's a lot of like uh, stadiums and big centers that are saying, yeah, we're gonna, they're offering voting. I think Georgia had um, uh, their sports arena out there in Atlanta open, and the floor where where the um the the team plays voting booths and in the in the co- the concession areas where they have it's where the voting booths are so people can get in there and people were like yeah it took me about you know an hour in and out you know so it was like you know and also and i can't stress this enough pay attention to your local stuff too yeah a lot of people that all they think that matters is the presidential honestly other than annoying the fuck out of you, your day-to-day life is not really affected that much by the president. It's affected way more by your local officials, your state officials. Pay attention to that and make sure you're not just checkmarking things. Like, know who you're voting for. <laughs> I did, and, and I'm, a, I'm guilty of that as well. Was the last... The the last few years, I've I've I won't just check on somebody. I'll just leave it blank. But the only ones that I left blank were the um the judges or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. I don't have time for that. Uh, there was I um when I was filling out my my ballot, which I did in my legitimate Dropbox out here in in L.A. Not not the the random ones that got set up, you know, at like churches or the taco bell or whatever (laughs) that the gop is deciding that they oh yeah we can do that and it's like no you can't and that's um i found this i was looking at some of these measures because we had a shit ton of measures my ballot was five pages long um and the president one was on the back page um (laughs) so there's a uh i was trying to figure out like what are the you know what are all of these and you get the brief definition in the book and in there but sometimes you kind of want to see 
who sponsors, particularly watch who sponsors certain issues. When you see ads on TV, vote no on this. Go online and check to see who sponsors them. Because the yeah. ones that are going to get hurt the most are the ones that, you know, are 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 sponsoring that bill. So I or sponsoring that proposition or measure or whatever. I actually found this thing called ballotpedia.org. And what it does is it kind of takes it consolidates everything for you. It mm-hmm. takes everything that's usually on your ballot and it's on there. It gives you um you know what you know what it's about, what you vote for, what vote for in it means, what voting against it means. Um the uh some you other guys don't get that the no, leaflet that they send in no, the No, we do, but this also gets gives you um this also gives you like a measured design of where it's what a more detailed outlook of it, but it also tells you um, who sponsors the bill, who's who's for the bill, um, editorial boards like people that are against it and and for it, and this it's kind of easy on this in case you don't have the ballot or you lose it or whatever. Um, it gives you you know it gives you everything all in one page, including if certain. If certain ballots, and this was particularly, uh, particularly uh, prevalent here, there's certain measures on there that repeal a certain a, me- uh, a bill before that. That it, um, yeah, and um, it actually tells you this, or well, actually, no, let me let me rephrase. There's a there's one that we voted on a year ago, and it got voted down. Now they changed the wording. So what they say this time is it's like, okay, and this is how it's different from the last one. That's pretty cool. So it, it, See, my, my ballot only had three things on it, yeah. three measures. It was the legalized weed, which is on every single one now. Um, there was the sell bonds for education. I think that was a my city thing. And then there was another one for educate. Oh, um, 2.5% tax on everyone who makes more than um i think it was three hundred thousand. that won't pass it's arizona hmm. <laughs> it's not gonna pass um but i mean if it does i'd be fucking very surprised but nobody pays for education here the education system in arizona is trash mm-hmm. that's why everyone's so stupid so. <laughs> so uh so yeah so you if you want to check out some of those yeah ballotpedia.org is a good one um all right so a judge in San Francisco on Thursday um, said um, said Thursday she's not likely to lift a temporary block on the U.S. government's attempt to ban WeChat. U.S. Magistrate Judge uh, Laurel Beeler responded to the Trump administration's request for a stay on her September 20th preliminary injunction, which prevents the government from halting new downloads of WeChat in the U.S. and from blocking transactions related to the app. Beeler said uh, did not issue a ruling Thursday, but said the government had not presented new evidence to persuade her that there were significant national security national security concerns with allowing WeChat to remain active in the United States. Beeler said in her t- September 20th order that the group of WeChat users has, has shown serious questions about whether the ban would potentially violate their First Amendment rights. Um, even considering such uh, even considering such concerns, President Trump issued an executive order on, in August to ban WeChat, invoking the Emergency Economic Powers Act, and said that national emergency and the National Emergencies Act. But a group of users calling themselves the WeChat Alliance, not officially connected to WeChat or the parent company Tencent, 
says banning the app in the U.S. would violate free speech rights, and such a ban specifically targets Chinese Americans. There are yeah, no no one uses it, but Chinese people. Yeah, and there's no alternative app that does anything WeChat does. The the group argues, saying that the Soup Super app is pri- a primary way Chinese speakers in the United States participate in social life and receive news and information, conduct phone calls and video conferences, upload documents and photos, and make payments. WeChat said 19 million U.S. users and 1 billion users around the world. And amid the coronavirus pandemic, it's been used by police departments in the U.S. to inform users about testing locations, organ- organized delivery of medical supplies, and allowing families to stay in contact with elderly relatives in nursing homes, the alliance says. But the government considers WeChat's parent company, Tencent, a security risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tencent can collect a digital facsimile of a person's life on WeChat. The Justice Department attorney, Serena Orloff, said at Thursday's hearing, furthering the administration's argument that Tencent is closely aligned with the Chinese Communist Party. Orloff argued that the other apps uh, that argued there are other apps that provide similar functions to WeChat that were widely available. The previous order blocked the Commerce Department order that would have banned U.S. transactions on WeChat. And while the U.S. government says it has identified significant, air quotes, threats to national security, there is, quote, scant little evidence that the that its effective ban on WeChat for all U.S. users addressed those concerns, Beeler wrote. <sighs> Facebook can do all the same shit. I know. It's like, if you're really worried about that, you should be worried about Facebook, particularly Facebook and Amazon. I know. Tencent um, owns League of Legends, too, but we can all play that still. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm like, are they a cousin to like 50 Cent? <laughs> Ten Cent. <laughs> um, that sounds like a really like that was your gangster name, and you decide, oh fuck it, I'll make some money off of it and make it a company. <laughs> it's just really stupid. Like it, it's, and, and then they act like, well, this is how they spy on us. It's like no one's using it, but Chinese people. Yeah. Like it's it's for. It's for them. <laughs> it's not, no one else uses the fucking thing. Right. So who are they spying on? Their own people? Yeah. Like it's it's just fucking stupid. And they and I did I did find out when this all came out. Like they you could do fucking all kinds of shit with it. You can transfer money. I mean, you could do this with the other other ones too. Um, but it makes it more important when your family's like over an ocean. Right. You could send them a little cash. You know, something like that. So, I mean, taking that away from people is trash, dude. Like, and it's, it's only not target- going to happen either. Yeah, and it's going to just target one group of people. I've already it- said, this is all fucking smokescreen mm-hmm. to get us to be paying attention to this silly WeChat shit. Hmm. Instead it's of, never going to happen. Yeah. Instead of Russia. Yeah. Wait, are we kidding or are we being serious? Serious. Hmm. <laughs> Are they still the bad guy? I've lost track. <laughs> Who's the bad guy? No, China or is it's, it Russia? it's Russia. Russia's really Russia. the bad guy because they're the ones sending all that. They're the one. They're the QAnon ones, and everybody else believes that shit. You know, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if everyone had fucking ten cents worth of common sense, none of these problems would even fucking exist. But yeah. you know, whatever. what are you gonna do? Um, I put this on here because I know Steve's been enjoying. This service recently, um, Gamefly, uh, the video game rental 
subscription service has a new owner, Alliance Entertainment. The physical media distributor sounds a little on brand. <laughs> one of the largest in the U.S. Uh, has purchased Gamefly for an undisclosed amount and plans to operate it as an independent subsidy. It's kind of nice that it's undisclosed. Like, I don't know why they always say how much. It's none of my fucking business. Thanks to the <laughs> it was for It was 25 bucks and a burrito. <laughs> right. It's just a free subscription. That's all it was. <laughs> Alliance's Gamefly customers will have access to a more extensive catalog of games to buy and rent. Um, the two will also sell a wider variety of game-related products, including controllers, headsets, and consoles. Um, quote, over the coming months, we're going to make some big announcements about fresh changes to our subscriptions that we think will make console gamers very happy, said Tim Hensley, the president of the Gamefly. It's kind of interesting um, because we were just talking about how Gamefly was kind of like, is no one using it? Because Steve gets like any game he asks. Yeah, for. I know. Every game that I've wanted, usually anybody who's had Gamefly, and, and this is this is, this is God's honest truth, because even Adam was like, seriously? <laughs> Yeah. Anybody who's had Gamefly, you never get your first choice because it's most likely the, you know, it's like medium to, it'll say medium availability, but you won't. It's the game that everyone else wants to play. Right. So, so it's you'll, gone. you'll never get it. And then you'll get like, you know, the 12th, the 10th or 11th game you had on your, on your list. But every game I've asked for on my first list, Avenge, uh, Marvel's Avengers, uh, Last of Us Part Two, um, fucking, uh, uh, Squad, Star Wars Squadrons. Less yeah. than a week after release, I got it first day. Hey, how's that God of, um, God of War, by the way? Fucking awesome. I told you. Yeah. It's just like... I, mean, I listen to the soundtrack almost every day. <laughs> I, I've never played the game. I play, it, I play it for about an hour. Then I beat off for about an hour. It's just like... It's it's just that kind no, of I heard thing. The, I heard the story and that is unreal. Yeah. And um, I got to... I think my... Got to cancel my subscription later this week. So I got to figure over the next couple of days, I'll just start you know, spending a lot more time on them than I should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, so, on the other side of the break, we'll be discussing the iPhone event from last week. So, uh, we'll be right back. All right. So, this week, Apple finally announced the mythical unicorn, the iPhone 12, that everybody had been clamoring for because, you know, People are already talking about the iPhone 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're already saying that, you know, the iPhone 13, it's going to have, you know, holographic imaging and, you know, right. um, it you're it's going to be kind of Johnny Mnemonic. You're going to have to have a, a hard drive plugged into your brain so you can interact without using your fingers at all. So it's the ultimate, right. the ultimate hands-free <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> you know, I honestly think Star Trek got it better. Where there's still buttons and yeah. screens, and I really think that's that's where we're gonna stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because you even still have like it wasn't until the 24th century where you touched the combat. You know, even in the 23rd century, you had a fucking cell phone. You know, and and also I've been I've been watching the original series um, recently, and they talk a lot about data tapes. Motherfucker, <laughs> and I don't. I think they glossed over that discovery. <laughs> yeah, you had yeah, you had the data tapes, and you had all the basically the the square. It was floppy disk. Is basically what it was. They were always holding those little dit. They were just nothing. They're probably made out of wood, <laughs> but they're just these little like colorful discs. 
It's so funny, dude. And, you know, people will complain about that, too. This is bullshit. They said tapes. It's like, listen, some predictions weren't right. It was the fucking 60s. Exactly, dude. Like, they got got to change some things. (laughs) You're going to need to look the other way a couple times. Oh, man. So, uh, the, the broad strokes... And I'm, I'll hit about the 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 more popular ones that I know that people want to kind of hear about, bef- you know, before is that there are four different iPhones because we have to have four different iPhones, I guess. Um, yeah, but this at least makes a little bit more sense this year <laughs> than like Samsung offering like 80 different versions of the same damn phone. Um, like I walked into a Walmart the other day and they said on the loudspeaker. We're offering a free Galaxy phone if you sign up. My son got excited. I said Galaxy could mean anything. Yeah. It could be a fucking um, $1,000 phone or a $50 phone. Oh, but so there is the iPhone mini, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro, and the iPhone 12 4 Pro Max. Uh, Now, the, the cool thing about these phones is that it's a, it's the new phone. Fo- oh, excuse me, the new phone for every price point. Yeah. Um. So the iPhone Mini is is going to cost you six ninety nine. It's a four point five inch screen, twenty three forty by ten eighty L um OLED screen, which means it's basically going to be the size of the. <laughs> some some people joke that this is oh so the new the iPhone twelve is an upgraded iPhone four. That's basically what the Mini is. They had a big old dude in the commercial too. They they weren't even trying to hide it. <laughs> dude with these big ass fucking meat hooks for hands holding this phone. I thought it was funny. But it was cool. And then he dropped it in his top pocket. I mean, and there is there is a pretty large um base that wants a phone that's smaller. Yeah. You know, so I think it, it was smart of them to really hit that niche. Cause it, I mean, there were so many fucking iPhone users that hung on to that iPhone five, bro. Yeah. Or whatever one, the last, I think it was a six, whatever the last tiny one was. Right, right. And and the thing is, is that, you know, some, and the thing is, is that it looks like the classic iPhone, the squared edges. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks, so for the 5.4, so some people would be like, oh, I missed that old iPhone. That's cool. I can get one that looks like that. You know, that, that kind of is the old iPhone. And, and, you know, so there you go. All of the iPhones are going to have the Apple A14 Bionic chip or cpu um now the storage is for the iphone the the mini and the iphone 12 is going to be 64 gigs 128 gigs and 256 gigs um camera is going to be 12 megapixels main 12 megapixels wide angle and 12 megapixels front um and the 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 those ones have the two cameras right yeah because the pros i think the max and the 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 pros pros have have the the free yeah um, the iPhone 12 is 7.99, so 100 bucks more, but its screen size is one six point one one point six six point one. It's like it's a super mini, bro. It's a super mini. That's like the nano shit. <laughs> uh, six point one inch, twenty five thirty two by eleven seventy OLED screen, same CPU, same storage, um, and same camera. Yeah, same exact specs. It's just a bigger screen. Right. So then you get into uh, the big money, money. <laughs> the iPhone 12 Pro, which runs you $999, and it's got a 6.1-inch screen and the same OLED, which I thought was a little interesting. You know, it's like, okay, so the Pro, but 
The difference is, is that with storage, it comes with 128, 256, and 512 gigs. It's also the cameras. Like, the cameras are way more advanced. Like, um, I'll say it, fuck it, since I led into it. It has the 12 megapixel main wide angle, two times telephoto, 12 megapixel front as well. And they've added LiDAR, um, which is, is supposed to, I think it helps with the night mode and something like that. Yeah. And folk and autofocus and all that other shit. But it's a way, it's just the, ca- I, the money's in the camera. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's the same thing with the iPhone 12 Pro Max, which runs, which is going to run you 1099. That's 1099. That, <laughs> they'll be like, oh shit, 1099. I can get one now. Um, the screen size is going to be 6.7 inch at 2778 by 1284 OLED. And the same chip, the same storage, and the, and the same uh, specs as far as the camera. And I, I like um, I have a 11 Mac, 11 Pro Max, and I think it's the perfect size for me. Well, you got so, meat hooks for hands. I do. I do have like the mini. I, you wouldn't see the mini in my hand. <laughs> um, but like just, it'd be just like holding your dick. Oh, what? I, ooh, <laughs> how dare you? Um, <laughs> then you can't see my hand. Motherfucker, you feel? <laughs> um, I do like these price points because they haven't gone up. Right. Um, which is something that is not only uncommon of Apple, but it's uncommon of the industry as a whole. Yeah. Where I think Apple's seeing that, okay, we flirted with the devil too much with these <laughs> prices. We go any higher, people are going to start fucking killing us. Right. Um, so they're keeping competitive in that note. And also, they're still selling um, the... They dropped the... It's kind of an interesting choice. So they dropped the iPhone 11 Pro and Pro Max, which, okay, that makes sense because if you're going to buy a premium phone, you're going to buy the new one. Right. But they kept the iPhone 11 standard one. My son has that one. Very nice phone. $599. Which is, also, really, which is a really cool price on that one. Yeah, it is. The iPhone XR, which I don't know why that's still there, for $499. <laughs> um, but then they also have the iPhone SE $399. So they're pretty much at every price point. Apple's never going to go into fucking sub-200 price point. No. Because they can't. You, they, once you get that cheap, the quality is shit. <laughs> They're going to give you a two hundred two uh, $200 fi- iPhone. It's going to be a refurbed iPhone 3G. That's what's gonna... For real. And you're lucky it's that cheap. <laughs> exactly. That we like. Um, <laughs> so I'm really liking what Apple's doing. They're trying to get into every price bracket. Um, I honestly think you shouldn't be spending less than 400 on a phone anyway. To be honest. I mean, you're just, you're buying, if you buy a phone too cheap, it's going to be nothing but a fucking headache. Yeah. It's just not worth it. And if you have to, you have to. Yeah. And honestly, it, if if I had to buy a phone, like I, I was when I worked at Best Buy, like I only have a hundred dollars for a phone. What's the best phone I can get? The flip phone. Because <laughs> it won't fucking annoy you. Yeah. Yeah. You know I had I, mean? I had a um Adam had got me a, a really cheap uh Android at one uh one point when I needed a phone. And um the problem is is that yeah, it was cheap, but the problem is is that you can put in a a memory card, but you can't actually transfer anything to the memory card. So it couldn't even update the OS that was on there. Yeah, everything's locked up. It's just trash. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But the 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 thing is, is that I when I saw these the other day, it reminded me of 
last year or the year before when the I think it was when the iPhone 10 came out when it first hit the thousand dollar mark everybody was saying that oh because of this iPhone is going to go and reach to the upper class it's going to be an high it's going to be basically an accessory a a, a high uh, 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 an expensive brand that's how they're going to make their money and I always fought back on that saying no because that would be dumb because the, the people that buy it all the time aren't rich and also because you can do both. So Apple, I think Apple really slickly. Like, yes, you get a better camera when you buy the Pros, but they also looked very distinct. Yeah. So you see someone with an iPhone and they have the three cameras, you know they spend a little money on that. Right. So for people who give a fuck about that vain bullshit. Yeah, it's status. You know, because I have, I have a Pro. And there, there have been a couple of people, they go, oh, the pro? And I go, I mean, I just, I go to my kids' games and shit. I just wanted the best camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm the type of person where I need a camera because of my kids. You know, I want to take pictures and videotape, not that videotape, fucking record them and stuff like that. <laughs> if I can just, it's not that important to me. So if I can get something dope on a phone, I mean, right. we're, we're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for me to carry two devices around although i do see some people at the my kids like volleyball game in middle school and they have like a fucking two thousand dollar camera slr camera yeah yeah i'm like it ain't that serious (laughs) like um Uh, but here's the thing here's one of the big things that that adam and i and we've kind of alluded to this before but i think given the context in which we're we're dealing with now if you have an iPhone 11, there is no need for the 12. Yeah, no, definitely. The, it's, there, it's, an aesthetic, actu- it's an aesthetic upgrade. In, 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 ver- in, in actuality, most people are going to be like, but it's the, f- the, the 5G isn't there yet. Give it another year and you'll be fine. This reminded me, this, this whole thing that's, that's happening is it reminds me of the, the 4G switch. When yeah. Apple did the whole, people might remember AntennaGate. We made a lot of jokes about it when Apple installed two antennas in their phone, which one was supposed to get 3G and the other was supposed to get 4G because 4G wasn't out there yet. And if you held your home, phone, your finger in the wrong spot, you lost the call. And 5G isn't there yet. If you if you are in the market for an upgrade. I really suggest because also you're you haven't paid for it yet. People think, oh well, I'll get the five G. You're also going to have to get a five G plan, which is not going to be cheap, because Verizon, AT and T, all of them are going to rape you for it. So it's not there yet. I won't even bother with it. And to- I had, I had another link on here that showed some of the smaller things they announced, but Steve took it off. So <laughs> I guess we're not talking about that. Um, but yeah, 5g is, uh, is not, it's not worth anybody's money. No. So, and to be, so to be completely honest, if you have anything older than an 11, like the 10, the 10 R or even like the, you know, the 10 pro or whatever upgrade for the 11, you don't really need the 12. You're saving yourself some cash. The 11 is still great. And you know, and then next year. You know, you want to upgrade to a, you know, wait till 5G gets there because 5G is also keep keep in mind if you have an 11 Pro or Pro Max, that resale value, yeah, 
is going to be very nice because they're not selling it anymore, but it's still a brand new pro phone, you know, and you can't even tell the fucking difference for those that give a fuck, you know? (laughs) So it's like, those are going to be selling pretty well. Um, Yeah. I, I would say the only reason someone would really want is if they're using their iPhone for any professional, professional, like, video or photo work because the lidar thing's kind of dope and the cameras did get an upgrade but even then like if you're a professional professional you're probably not using your fucking iphone no you're using an slr you're using that two thousand dollar thing <laughs> but there's a lot of people that have been there was a movie that just came out yeah it's an independent film the whole thing was filmed with iphones right you know and it looks nice you know so it's it's uh the world's a changing <laughs> what i'm saying but so and the reason I bring up the 5G is the new iPhone has this feature that I thought was kind of a nifty feature, and it's called Smart Data Mode. And this was announced, and and I thought this is cute, <laughs> and I and only like The Verge and one and a couple and one other place was actually talking about it, and the concept behind it is the Smart Data Mode is designed to toggle between 4 and 5G based on apps that um, are making big bandwidth demands. And it's, because 5G murders your battery. Yeah. And what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to avoid killing your battery. So it, it judges between which one. Um, so if you're checking out your email on or Twitter on your iPhone 12, it'll still use 4G. But even if you're in a 5G area, but to avoid using the additional uh, radio, uh, switching over to a streaming movie or a video call, and your phone will jump to 5G for its faster speeds and lower latency. Now, the reason why I call this a nifty little uh, feature is because 5G isn't there yet. Most major cities still don't have 5G. Uh, and if they do, it's in very, very remote spots. So most Apple made a 5G phone because Samsung did it. Yeah. And it's just keeping up with each other. Yeah. And that was the thing is even with Samsung, it's like, it's not there yet. And so to me, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a nifty feature, but most places, particularly Los Angeles, they in downtown and certain smaller spots is only 5G. They got none of it in Arizona. Yeah. Cause I think they, they have it in a little bit of New York. Like the big, big cities they have it in. I don't even, I'm not worried about no 5G. Bro. And and even then, it's in very, very small spots. And really, the real, and I've told so many people this. With about, I can't wait for 5G because 4G is so slow. It's like, it's not 4G that's slow. You have a five-year-old fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I have, a, I have a brand new phone. I don't give a fuck if the 12s just came out. I have a brand new phone. And I have 4G. If I have signal, because the signal about around my house is a little spotty. I'd never have an issue. Go watch a YouTube video, whatever. Everything works just fine. <laughs> now, I don't use mine as a hotspot. So maybe that's where the the issue is. But who does that? Like how many people really do that? And business yeah. people, I guess. Yeah, but that's but only like the average person. Right. Um, so I don't know. So another thing that, that I noticed that I was kind of wondering why this wasn't getting a lot of play. And I'm going to read part of the article. If you want to read the whole thing, it's on the it's on the Lazy Geeks. So Apple is usually pretty clear on how much an iPhone costs. 
This year, the iPhone mini is priced at $699, while the standard iPhone 12 comes in at $799. However, things aren't quite that simple. It seems that the actual iPhone 12 cost will be determined by which carrier you purchase it for. Apple announced that it had a few carrier partnership deals from for monthly financing. This made the price much lower if you traded in an old iPhone. But what they what they didn't say is that the full retail price of the iPhone 12 and the iPhone and the 12 mini is $30 more. So are you confused yet? Well, you should be because this is where things get weird. Now, if you buy a phone through eight through T-Mobile or Sprint or buy an um, Apple's unlocked version, the pricing increases. It would be $729 for the mini and $829 for the 12. And you're uh, you're only saving the thirty dollars if you buy you buy it for AT and T or Verizon, and oh, and you need to activate the phone with one of those carriers. Well, activating the phone that's the normal thing, right? But the thing is, is that you only get the base price that they said if you had it with AT and T or Verizon. So if you get the unlocked phone, you're paying the thirty dollars more. So. Now, there's no idea of whether this is actually going to be a permanent deal or what, but it did come out later that T-Mobile was going to have that discount as well. So if you're like some people that are like, well, I just want to buy an unlocked iPhone, you know, and then, you know, do with the services, you, you got to pay the $30 more. Yeah, my friend does that. My, I have two friends that they're brothers and they, they buy unlocked phones and I go, I mean, that's cool. There's benefits and shit, but I'm really not dropping a grand on a phone when I'm going to replace it in two years. I mean, I guess I could keep it forever. But well, no you're going to be you're going to be paying the thousand in two years anyway. No, I know that, but I'd rather pay it over time. <laughs> I don't want to fucking drop a thousand dollars on a phone right then. Like, I don't I don't understand what the big deal is. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like it doesn't matter to me. I don't know. Maybe it matters to other people, I guess. But like I, I the whole unlocked phone thing is is I understand the benefits of it. Like and there are benefits, but for me personally, I don't fucking care. Like I'm gonna pay them a monthly charge anyway. What's twenty extra dollars so I don't have to drop fucking eleven or eleven hundred dollars <laughs> that day on a phone you know what i mean yeah but the thing is is that right now it's just at&t verizon and t-mobile and if somebody does you know if somebody you know if somebody decides oh well you know i have sprint or whatever you know or sprint's t-mobile yeah but they specify here that a t-mobile or sprint because i don't think they've actually fully integrated yet um or some other, you know, other brand. It's like you have to pay the third. You have to pay the extra higher price. I think this is just a little. It's a little shady. Well, whose fault is it? Is it Apple's fault, or is it they have better deals at the bigger carriers? I think it's more of Apple's fault in this particular instance because Apple is advertised. These are the prices here that how much these cost. But if you're buying a phone unlocked through Apple itself and you are just buying it unlocked, you're paying $30 more. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. I was thinking about it in the reverse. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I think anyone I understand and I do agree, but I think anyone who's going to buy an unlocked iPhone Pro or whatever is not going to give a fuck about 30 extra dollars. <laughs> they'll just be mildly annoyed. They'll just go, oh, okay. And then they'll <laughs> still pay it. You know, it's someone like me who, if I rolled into the store and you were like 30 extra bucks, I'm like, excuse me? No, nah, I'm good <laughs> with that. You know, you'd piss me off. But, um, yeah, I mean, with the with the carriers, they pay a lot of it, but they should be more upfront with it. Like if you buy it, it's, this is how much the phone costs. But if you, if you buy it with the carrier, it's going to be this and that and the other thing. So yeah, I agree. So anything else that you thought about? I don't know. I had a thing, but I, I didn't, it's not there anymore <laughs> and I wasn't ready. So let's just talk about the phones. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you guys want to wait for me to go look for it, well, I think usually you go ahead and look for anything anyway. So. I did when I did the show notes <laughs> <laughs> and it was sitting right there. Well, all right. But um, so in any case, um, to be honest, I mean, if you want the iPhone 12 for the new camera, then, you know, go for it. But if you really wonder if it's actually going to benefit you at all, it's really not going to. If you, it, you know, if you're like, oh, well, I'm only a year into my iPhone 11, wait the year because then you'll benefit from the IG expansion. Because remember, 5G just launched this year and they launched it at the, um, I know that um, the Super Bowl this year, they had it and it was sponsored by Verizon and it crashed, you know, so it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah, not quite there yet <laughs> but that's anything new when you're dealing with this stuff so that's what's that's what you're going to tend to deal with so all right i can't i can't find it but um the only thing i remember is there there's a there's a smaller home pod oh yeah yeah i remember that and it's it's a hundred dollars which i thought was better because it, it's more competitive but then everyone makes fun of siri because Siri isn't spying on you all the time, so it's not as intelligent. <laughs> so I don't know how many people are going to buy. Siri doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't know why people have so many fucking issues with it. There's days where like I'll tell it to do something and it does. It gets confused, but that happened with Google all the time too. Oh yeah, any so, any voice recognition, it's always fucking. Yeah, it's going to get caught up. Yeah. And I've noticed with the new update, it 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 gets caught. Like it can't do it. Do things like it just spins. Oh, really? And I have to, um, it's, it usually happens when the app I'm trying to interact with is open. So I have to go in there and close it and then it mm. will do it. I think it's just a glitch and they'll work it out. But mm. the only time, the, the main time I use Siri is when I'm telling it to set alarms. So like if I go on break at work, I'll be like set an alarm for blah, blah, blah. So I come back cause we clock out for breaks. So I, I don't, if I clock in late, I don't get the time back. <laughs> so that I gotta stay late. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Siri saves my life twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Um. I have. Uh. I use Siri usually for alarms too or reminders. Um. But. Uh, I don't think I've really had any issues. The only issue I've ever had has been the ESPN app on an up after an update. Uh, because I've found on my iPhone, I have to, it loads up a black screen. Yeah. 
and then I have to force close it and then reopen it and then it opens up. But it, it seems that they fixed it because now when I go into the app, I actually get scores and shit, you know, instead of a black screen. I was like, look, you guys are taking this Black Lives Matters thing way too seriously. <laughs> you guys, like I, need, I need to know the scores. Guys. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah. I mean, I understand this. Speaking of which, the Dodgers won. And so now they're heading to the World Series again. So yeah, um, we'll see if they um, fuck The teams up. you expected to win have won in almost every sport. Except for um, except for the Astros, they got knocked out by the yeah the Terry. Like which, the Lakers just won the um, championship. Yeah, the championship, and good for them, especially yeah. with um, with the whole Kobe situation. I think the city as a whole needed that win. Yeah, um, I'm perfectly. I I you know, I there were some people who were really upset. Who cares? Like it's a <laughs> dynasty team. It's when you see them win, it's like okay. You know, it's not it's not bad or good. It's just something that usually happens. Right. You know, so I mean, I was hoping the Celtics would have got it, but I'm not upset that the Lakers won. I, w- um, I was upset that it wasn't a Lakers. A Lakers. Uh, uh, Celtics matchup. That would have been that would have been fun. That would have been really fun. That would have been real fun. But, you know, once the once the Celtics got knocked out, I stopped giving a fuck. I'm usually <laughs> I'm that kind of sports. I follow one team. If they don't make it, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't yeah. follow Arizona because yeah, it's Arizona. I follow the Suns. I follow the Suns more than everything. It's just when they got knocked out, I was like, all right, well, we'll see what the Celtics will do. <laughs> and they did pretty damn fucking well in that in that bubble. I don't know what the hell happened. Dude, put what they put in their Gatorade. I know. I want to know. Like, they won eight straight. They were the <laughs> only ones that were undefeated, actually. They well, got knocked out because two other teams played and <laughs> and just knocked them out. They were the only ones that were undefeated. What's funny, though, is that no players got COVID in that bubble. And then you have football and, and baseball. Because they don't... They're, basketball has qu- quarantined everyone in a hotel. But the you, other ones aren't doing that. Yeah, which is like we like somebody had said they go, you know, if we want to knock out this COVID thing, we need to have the people that did the bubble in in the NBA to do out here. Like, you want to get the good people? Right. Let's get them to set up the bubble here and figure out how to do this. And they shit. treated them very well because obviously they have to be away from their family. Yeah, and they treat they had full facilities. It's a Disney resort. That yeah. wasn't being used because it was closed. Well, one of the and, th- one of the things that was actually cool is when they got to the I think the the champion the the playoffs, they actually allowed families to to go inside the bubble, but they had to stay there, which was good for the teams because now it's like okay, now I get to see my family, you know, and family and friends. I think a certain amount of family and friends were able to get into the bubble, and then but they were going to stay there. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. So it's it was um they were they did it right. Yeah. The NBA definitely did it right. I can't wait until the new season comes out. Definitely I think right I think right now in my life basketball's my favorite sport. Um baseball's a close second, but mo- the problem with baseball is most of the season it means nothing. Yeah. So it's hard there's too many games. So it's hard to really give a fuck until it starts getting to the to like the end. Yeah, you know, once it gets to playoffs, stuff like that. One of the problems um, I had with baseball this year is the fact that I couldn't watch half of them because yeah. they were on, you know, they were playing on the MLB channel or Spectrum Sports Net or stuff that you. That's another thing with 
the NBA, like, yes, you do need cable, but if you have, like, I have Hulu TV, I could watch any game. Like I any game if I wanted to, it, I it wasn't it wasn't a difficult thing. If you have normal cable TV like most people, you you can watch watch it. But it's like the the um, baseball they don't want you to watch. It. <laughs> First of all, I personally think it's bullshit on any sport. Your local team should be on a local channel. Yeah, I think it's complete bullshit. I get it from a business standpoint. Most people have cable anyway, but that isn't the point anymore. Like not most people have cable. So you're you're alienating your entire local fan base if they don't. And some people can't afford it. Yeah. You know, or some people course, don't want to be tied to like cable. They want it, you know, cord cutting. Makes at the it, end of the day, sports is a business. Yeah. So they really could give a flying fuck what anyone can afford. And by the so way, I get that. And but. By the way, if you guys want to check out how much some of these sports franchises make off of stuff like this, uh, check out my episode on uh, the fine line. I kind of go into the monopoly a little bit as an isn't, opening story. Isn't the most evil one though? Is usually soccer, right? It's oh, soccer is notorious. Like they're the yeah. fucking they, they're nuts. Yeah, they're the they're the antichrist of, of that shit, right. dude. Um, but I was really impressed with how the NBA um, handled that, and also just how they respected the players, and 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 you could tell it was it was and the staff, and they were like, listen, you know, you guys are it was boiled down. Let's boil it down. It's you guys are making us money, so we don't we're gonna try to help you not get sick, <laughs> so you can keep working, which is perfectly respectable, and I think they did it great. Baseball, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, and they they had it. Wasn't it the Astros that fucking couldn't play? Like teams were refusing to play them, or something in the beginning. I think it was the Astros. I think because all, somebody had a fucking COVID scare or something. And I yeah, well, they had those where the certain teams couldn't play because that's why there were a lot of back. To, you know, double. Um, what was it? Back to back days. Um, because yeah, I don't know what the NFL is. I don't watch football, so I don't know what's going on. The on NFL was having that issue too. I think the Panthers couldn't play one week because, um, uh, not the Panthers, the uh, Patriots couldn't play one week because they had a scare. Um, some other teams did, and it's so yeah, it's 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 been a little bit of a mess. So, you know, it is what it is. But I'm I'm definitely um, I can't wait for that baseball basketball season come back. It was exciting. That's the thing about basketball. Even if the game doesn't matter, but they all matter. But even if it's like the first game of the season, it's exciting because it's a fast game. You know, <laughs> so you're you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, unless they're just trading shots and you're kind of like, whatever. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our douchebags of the week this week. Uh, <laughs> mine is actually from September, I think. But I just thought this was a fucking hilarious story. So I was just like, yeah, so this was about a couple weeks ago. Um, so, and I just thought it was fucking funny. Vietnamese police. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> see, you already see where it's going. <laughs> Vietnamese police said they will investigate a factory that was found recycling about 320,000 used condoms for resale, local media reported. Ugh. Following a tip from a, yeah, I bet it was. Um, following a tip from uh, the local resident, Bing Dong, provincial, uh, 
market inspectors over the weekend raided a factory near Ho Chi Minh City where they found used condoms being repacked for sale at the market at the state-owned Tao Tre newspaper reported. A market inspector said the owner of the factory, a 34-year-old woman, confessed that they bought the used condoms from a man in the province. The condoms were washed, reshaped, and packed into plastic packages, the newspaper said. It said police announced they will investigate and track down others involved in the operation. A call to police were com- um, for comment was not answered. The newspaper quoted a health official saying the recycling condoms posed extreme health risk to users. You think? You think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you rinse them out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, ah. Oh. That's fucking gross, bro. Oh, geez, dude. <laughs> it's 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 gross if you recycle your own condoms. Imagine using other people's. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like like oh dude, shit. I knew someone who who used to do that shit. So oh, I just God. rinse it out and reuse it. I'm like, is the struggle that real, bro? Hit a <laughs> fucking Planned Parenthood for Christ's sake. Oh my god, dude. I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> and keep that filthy girlfriend of yours away from me, too. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fucking in a dumpster, probably. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god, it'd be worse. Like if you just went into a trash can and just grabbed used condoms, oh, didn't even reuse yours. Babe. Especially <laughs> how gross they smell after a while, bro. Uh, like, not to get too personal, but fucking, you know how it is. You're right. sitting in the trash can a little too long. You're like, oh <laughs> Jesus, notice out. Did somebody just had a? Did, did somebody just have like that? Uh, that um, oh shit, what is it? The um, <laughs> the uh the the those uh cheetos those fri- um those fiery cheetos what <laughs> uh, <laughs> imagine your dick and someone's pussy being of, all like <laughs> burning the smell of latex by itself is gross to me yeah like i know i don't like it's just a weird smell it's off and then you mix in some fucking fermented semen and uh you got yourself a fucking potty <laughs> You can keep that shit. They know recycling <laughs> shit. That's gross. I mean, we understand, you know, recycling is good, but <laughs> there's nah. not not this. Not that. <laughs> Miss me with it. I picked mine because it was fucking hilarious too. It, 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 before I even read it, the first thing I said was, what is it, 1988? <laughs> um, the Polling Green um, Police Department responded to West 12th Avenue at 9:52 p.m. Where is this? Because they're really this is a local paper, so they're not really telling me. Um, it doesn't even tell me. I guess everybody just knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, does it matter? Not really. Um, Tuesday, in response to a stabbing, a caller told dispatch a male had been stabbed in the stomach and was also bleeding from the head, according to police report. Officer Stephen Irvin arrived and made contact with Terrence Williams. Williams was accompanied by a female who identified herself as Jennifer Pearson. Irving observed blood coming from Williams' shirt. EMS arrived to treat the injuries. A person told told police Williams was in a (laughs) dance-off with a male who pushed who was pushing a shopping cart and wearing a red shirt and camouflage shorts. Person said the male subject got upset and stabbed Williams and then fled across the railroad tracks. <laughs> Williams also told police he was at a dance-off with an unknown male. Williams advised, mom- advised moments later 
the male subject got upset and stabbed him with an unknown instrument. Williams was transported with a severe laceration to the medical center. By the way, the medical center <laughs> is capitalized. Oh, wow. So that's the name. Like, how small is this town? <laughs> By the like, way. I need to know where this place is. Kentucky. Bowling Green. Yeah, I checked it. It's oh, uh, Kentucky. I, yeah, yeah, Bowling Green News is South Central Kentucky. I went to the... South Central. South Central Kentucky. This newspaper is their number one source for news. <laughs> and then it's got two comments that made me laugh even harder. <laughs> so the first one is leave it to the Democrats to have a dance off and try to kill each other. There was no political talk in that, in that entire fucking thing. I love it. And then the second one, I was kind of snickering the entire time. But then when I read this comment, I, I cried laughing. I don't know why. It just something about this article fucking hit me the right way. But this comment says, so who won the dance off? <laughs> Because, <laughs> because, honestly, who did win? Obviously, I mean, to well, be the one who got stabbed, most likely. Right? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is like, obviously, the guy who got stabbed is probably the one that he won the do fly. <laughs> but like I said, he fucking busted eighty seven. Kentucky. He fucking busted out fucking uh, Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> he did. A, he did a uh, head spin. It's always a head spin that wins. Was there cardboard down for safety? You know, no, because he's a real G. He don't need That's cardboard right. on the street. <laughs> I was, I was born on these streets. Shit was so funny to me. <laughs> Shit, fucking dance off. <laughs> That's got to be a first. Who gets like stabbed Egyptian after? lover come on or something, and they just started going, "Oh shit, Egypt, <laughs> Egypt, <laughs> super sonic." <laughs> You bust a robot. And they're always like, ah, 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 ah. yeah, you got to do the Michael Jackson sound effects. As you're like, <laughs> I the dude from that movie, Take Me Home Tonight. <laughs> you got moves, boy. Like, stop it. Stop. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. And la <laughs> lastly, tonight, before Adam and I have our dance off. Uh, <laughs> uh, our social media idiots. So I titled this one in the show notes. Cleopatra was what? Um, Israeli actress Gal Gadot has been slammed on social media after she was cast play to play Cleopatra in the upcoming historical epic about the iconic Egyptian queen. The 35-year-old on Sunday confirmed that she will play the titular role in the new movie after Paramount Pictures won the rights to the film in a bidding war between Universal, Warner Brothers, Apple, and Netflix. The casting, however, immediately drew outrage from confused social media users who were who assumed Cleopatra was black and North African. Critics argued that it was inappropriate for Gadal, a white Israeli woman, to play such a role and suggested the part be given to an African or black actress instead. And one of them here is... Um, and uh, the outrage was met with ridicule by other social media users who were quick to point out that the Egyptian ruler was actually ethnically Greek or Persian. Cleopatra was not black. She was a Greek descendant. And there are even effigies of, at, in, of the time of how she looked 
of how she looked like. People need to stop trying to rewrite history with the SJW stupidity of today, one user said. People were upset because Gal Gadot, who isn't black, is playing Cleopatra, who wasn't black either, journalist Ian Miles (laughs) Chong quipped. (laughs) (laughs) Cleopatra is known as the last ruler of the uh, Tomalaic. Oh, God, I always mispronounce this. The Ptolemaic Kingdom. Uh, I can't I can't see where it is. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Ptolemaic because the P is silent. It, I always fuck up on that word. Yeah. It's the Ptolemaic kingdom of ancient Egypt before her death in 30 BC. While she was born in Egypt, she was the daughter of Pharaoh <laughs> Ptolemy, uh, the 12th, I guess, a member of the Macedonian Greek royal family that ruled Egypt for 275 years, meaning Cleopatra was almost likely fair-skinned. Um. In books and oh, painting, yeah, it is Ptolemy. Yeah, I just needed to see it. Yeah. I couldn't fucking. <laughs> uh, in the books and paintings, she's often depicted it with ivory skin, which is also seen in depiction Romans and Ptolemaic goddess at the time. The casting, nonetheless, stirred up negative reactions on Twitter, sparking a debate on the queen's background. I'm going to say this once, and I'm not going to say it again. Cleopatra was Greek. She, yes, she was an, Egypt, an Egyptian ruler, and she was. Greek with Persian and Syrian ancestry. The people who are reacting negatively that to uh, negatively that to this are uneducated and uninformed. Gal Gadot deserves the role. Another user said, <laughs> like the next one that said, "Dear Americans, please read please read that." He posted like a a fucking clip from uh, Wikipedia. He says, <laughs> "Dear Americans, please read this before you go off calling Gal Gadot." Uh, Cleopatra not being black a crime. She was pure Greek. Get educated. It's like, <laughs> get help. You know, it's, <laughs> um, but then they saw, they there's some ones where they were, you see people like, um, which Hollywood dumbass thought it would be a good idea to cast an Israeli actress as Cleopatra, a very bland looking one, first of all. <laughs> I don't know what kind of jealousy you got going on. Yeah. But comment, all right? Yeah. Um, instead of a stunning Arab actress like, Nadine Najim, I think. And she is quite stunning. Yeah. Um, and Shaman Yugel Gadot, your country steals Arab land and you're stealing this movie. Again, <laughs> not only is Cleopatra Greek, she's also not Arab. Right. So I'm confused. <laughs> like it's it's this thing where they take people want to take the 21st century and slap it onto the past. And it doesn't fit. <laughs> so I don't know what you're doing. It's just so stupid to me. And it's like, and and the funny thing, and I told Steve this, because we were talking about this for a while. Yeah. And um, I told him, I go, it's funny though, because once people realized she was Greek, they didn't care anymore. Yeah. It's still an Israeli playing a Greek. You don't care? No. <laughs> it's, that doesn't matter. It's like, okay, cool, because white people don't fucking care either. So whatever. <laughs> That's why, like, to me, like I said, my race, like the fact my race shouldn't play a factor in anybody who plays me in a movie. In fact, for me, I prefer either Denzel Washington or Donnie Yen to play me in a movie. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah. I mean, I want, um, what's his name? Remember that Baywatch movie (laughs) that I thought was funny, (laughs) but the, uh, the black guy in it, the comedian dude. Oh, oh yeah. I know he, the Um, sleepy eyed dude. Yeah. Burgess. 
That's Hallibu- right. Hannibal Burgess, I think is his name. That's right. That's who I want to play me. <laughs> Give a fuck what color he is. Uh, guy's a genius. Oh, God. Uh, I said one time that I, oh, my God, I need to pull up Imdaba. Um, because I, I can't remember her name and I said it all the time for the longest time and I can't fucking remember her name and the only movie I can think of is Twilight because she had a small role in that um, but I, I said that um, at one point I said I need somebody oh yeah I go I've decided that I either want Donnie Yen I, oh no I said somebody posted the question who do you want to play you in a movie and then I said either Donnie Yen or Anna Kendrick yeah <laughs> So, like, either one of those can play me in a movie. I don't care about race. I didn't notice this chick clap back to the one I just read. So she didn't know Cleopatra was Greek, and she calls the stunning Gal Gadot very bland-looking. Pathological hatred of Israel does strange things to people's brains. Ooh. A little too on the nose there. Um I mean, Liz Taylor was bombed too. Oh yeah. Let's keep it real. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, you take one of the most beautiful people, people to play the role. Makes sense. That's really what they do with Cleopatra. Like who's the hottest chick and they slap her on it. Like that can act. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just silly to me. It's silly. But I, I'm a little worried about this movie anyway, because they said from a woman's eyes and I'm like, what are you guys going to (laughs) do? You did good with Wonder Woman. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> I would like to see a more historically accurate rendition, to be honest. Love that shit. But it doesn't have to be, too. I liked Gods of Egypt. So, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we can kind of throw historically accurate shit. Do whatever shit the, the fuck window. you want. Just, let me, just don't. <laughs> my biggest thing, I, I don't mind either. But don't tell me it is and don't be. Right. That's what bothers me. Don't, don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you like this little slice of joy and would like to help us out, you can donate. All donations will help us improve quality of the shows uh, or can get us beer, which improves the quality of my life. (laughs) Um, Head over to the blog and click on the PayPal link. And if you want to help us out monetarily, you can uh, comment. If you can't help us out monetarily, just say it that way, uh, you can comment on the show, share it with others, get the word out there. Also, listen to the ads in the show. We make money for anyone that listens to these ads. It's not much, but if you want to support us, it's a great way to to help us out. We have other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network. Uh, we have a Star Trek podcast, The Away Team, new episodes every Friday. Be, and, well, if, if, and also for Star Trek, if this week we're starting to cover Star Trek Discovery's new season. so Right. So we're going to do something that's actually current. Yeah. Which might be interesting. <laughs> People might give a fuck. Yeah. Um, new episodes on Friday. And The Fine Line, uh, Steve's social commentary podcast, drops new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, you can find all these shows on our blog, thelazygeeks.com, or wherever you get these this show, these shows. The show? What? This okay. show. <laughs> uh, and you can reach out to us, leave us comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. You can hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us. The mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. So that is it for us this week. What, you have something? No. Oh, okay. I heard you take a breath. I was like, I just, I have to breathe. <laughs> well, don't do it so loudly. <laughs> 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 All right. That's it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryan. Uh, we're thinking so you don't have to. 
And uh, by the way, wear a goddamn mask. 